0: Alrighty, good morning everybody. Welcome to this Monday morning and we're continuing our series through the Psalms and this morning we are looking at Psalm chapter 11. So reading it from the top, it's not a very long Psalm. It's a Psalm of David. It starts off for the director of music of David. In the Lord I take refuge. How then can you say to me, flee like a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend their bows, they set their arrows against the strings. To shoot from the shadows at the upright in heart. When the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord is on His heavenly throne. He observes everyone on earth. His eyes examine them. The Lord examines the righteous, but the wicked, those who love violence, He hates with a passion. On the wicked He will rain fiery coals and burning sulfur. A scorching wind will be their lot. For the Lord is righteous. He loves justice. And the upright will see His face. So what happens here is David's on the run from Saul. This is written um, during the time when Saul is king. And David literally is on the run from Saul. And just to give you a little bit of structure of how this this psalm is laid out. It starts off, in the Lord I take refuge. So David starts off with this premise. He says, look, I take my refuge in the Lord. And because I take refuge in the Lord, how can you say these things? And so someone's come to him and gone, David, listen, bro. Like, things are bad. Like, Saul wants to kill you. It's all going to happen. Brew, you need to run. Like, what are you going to do? The guys are going to kill you in the darkness. Stuff is being planned against you that you don't know. Bro, the foundations are stuffed. Everything you build your life on. I get it to this point that you've trusted God. Good for you, David. Like, I, I get your faith thing. But, David, it's all broken. It's a mess. Just run. David, run and hide. And uh, the person goes so far as to say that even the foundations are destroyed. David, even the, just the basics of society at the moment are gone. Just, Just run, David. And here's the thing. David responds by saying to the guy, how can you say these things to me? And then he tells the guy what he sees, like his perspective on the situation. And so here's the thing. When David ran from Saul, and this is very interesting to understand, friends, that when David ran from Saul, it wasn't. Only because he was trying to protect his own life. He was. There's definitely an element of wanting to protect his own life. But he was also fleeing for righteousness' sake. We see that when he gets two opportunities to kill Saul and he doesn't. David could have caused an uprising. He could have rebelled against Saul. He didn't have to run. He could have. I mean, he was one of the most popular popular people in the nation. When he came back from battle, the ladies sang, David has slain his, um, uh, Saul has slain his thousands and David has slain his tens of thousands. Like David is even greater than Saul. But David, for the sake of righteousness, and that's the key here in this whole thing. It talks about righteousness. David, for the sake of righteousness, would choose rather to separate himself out and run from Saul for Saul's sake and for righteousness' sake, not just to protect himself. And I think this is really, really important. That I think especially in moments like this right now with where the world's at and and the stuff that's going on, it's very easy for us to look and think that, Well, I've got to be, what does it mean to be a person of faith right now? Maybe you feel you're experiencing a bit of pressure now. What does it mean to be someone who's full of faith right now? I don't want to be perceived to run and hide. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be a person of faith. And I'm, you know, we should, we Christians, and we don't have to be afraid of the disease. And we don't have to be afraid of, um, we don't have to listen to what the government says. We are people of faith. We operate under a different order and all these things. And all of those things are true. All of those things are true. But there's also wisdom. You see, David, for the sake of the nation of Israel and what was going on, David was making wise decisions for everybody else, not just for himself. And friends, bravado, right, isn't the same as faith. And sometimes when we're afraid in our hearts, and I, and I see this in people, they're afraid in their hearts. So what they do is they overcompensate with faith. And it's that's not faith. That's not faith at all. Faith is able to look at the situation, see it in its context, and still be able to make a wise decision about it. Faith is not recklessness. And I do feel that at a time like this, the church needs to be wise and not reckless. And so David looks at these guys and he goes, how on earth can you tell me to give up? How on earth can you say this? Because he says this, let me remind you of something. Right. God is in his temple and God is on his on, on His heavenly throne. So God is still and God is in his temple means that was talking about the temple on earth. Like there was a temple that was set up like God is still with us. God is with us. And at the same time, God is on his throne in heaven. So not only is he with us, and and the Bible teaches now that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And can I say this to us, friends? I don't know what the voices are that are speaking to you at the moment. I don't know what the pressures that you're feeling are at at the moment, and the things that are going on around you, maybe from Christians or non-Christians, or just the voices that are saying, you know, do this and do that, do this and do that. Just if we can pause for a moment and go, wait, hang on, how can you say that? Because God is with me. God is in this temple. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. God is in this temple. And he's with me and he's speaking to me and he's encouraging me and I'm walking with him. I know that he's with me here. And also, God is on his holy throne and he sees what's going on in the world at the moment. He sees, he has overview of everything that's happening. And what David is saying to these guys is he he says, just take a step back for a second. You, you're saying God is with the unrighteous. You're looking at their deeds that they're performing out there. But do you know how easy it is? Um, for us to join the ranks of the unrighteous, if we give up and we just give into faithlessness or we just get into bravado and we don't care. And to presume and to, and to be presumptuous for God as well in, in a situation for David to stand there and go, God has promised me the throne. I'm not going to run. I will take on Israel right now and grab it for myself would have been just as unrighteous as if David had said, oh, God has God has deserted me and run and hidden in the cave because of that reason. David understood this, that God alone is the one who decides who is righteous and who isn't righteous. And the righteous are those who worship God and put him first. And the ones who say, Lord, I worship you. I I will wait for you in your timing. Lord, I will be patient. Lord, I'm not going to run and push the gun on, on whatever the situations and whatever the circumstances are on me. I'm prepared to wait till you give me, Lord God, what you see fit to give me. And at the same time, I'm not. I'm not going to cut and run and and be afraid of s- circumstance. But I'm also. I, I'm also going to look at the circumstances of whatever the nation was. David was looking at the circumstances in Israel. He was prepared to leave for the sake of others. Um, and the same. The same applies for us. And so, friend, can I, friends, can I say this? The real test of righteousness, right? The real test of righteousness is those who stand in. in who, those who are in right standing before God. And that's what David's saying to these guys, like. Just understand, God is the one who who judges us. God is the one who makes the final decisions on us. Man has got his plans. Man's got his schemes. You've got your ideas about what you think I should do. But I know that before God, that he's given me a specific mandate. And the same is true for each of us. There's a specific mandate that God has got for each of us. And I trust that that encourages you today at the beginning of the week. God is in his temple, friends. He's with you. And God is on his holy throne. And he looks over all these things. And he's in control. And we can lean into him. And walk with him and and know his heart. Can't wait to see you tomorrow morning.